Oh, hey, I'm so glad you're back in the archive checking out this episode. I wanted to give you a heads up that while the episode you're about to hear may be a little bit older, we still stand behind all of our advice and actionable takeaways. However, we may mention resources that are no longer available. The best way to get our up-to-date resources is going to feelgoodretail.com slash podcast and checking out what we have there. So without further ado, enjoy the episode. Hey, welcome to Retail for the Rest of Us, a podcast for indie retailers. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Retail for the Rest of Us. I am your host, Janine Malone, and today I will be your tour guide through the relationship cycle. We are going to go on a journey together and it is going to be so good. So grab your cute little khaki safari outfit and hop in the golf cart with me. (laughs) Really on one already today. Um, If you're new to the podcast, welcome. I'm not always like this, except I absolutely am. Um, We are doing a community mini series right now, and this is episode three out of four. So if you're interested in hearing more about why community even matters in retail, why we focus so much on it at Feel Good Retail, my company, and also just get an overview of the relationship cycle, which we'll be diving into today. I would go back and listen to episode one and two. However, I'm going to try to be as clear as possible and, you know, stay here, go back either way. I'll be here on the podcast platform of your choosing. Um, Today, we are going to dive deeper into the four phases that we touched on in the last episode of the relationship cycle, which is what allows us to build community inside of our business, because we don't want to come on too strong. We want to just invite people on this journey with us. We don't want to force people. We don't want to spam people. And that is a delicate dance. So we're going to we're going to do a little tango today. If you are loving this series and you have not yet downloaded our building community dashboard, (laughs) oh, what the hell are you doing, JK? But seriously, this resource is a companion to this podcast series, and it includes reflection questions, details like we'll talk about today of the relationship cycle, a checklist of the things you need to get started building a relationship, a teamwork makes the dream work playlist. It's really fun. And it's a great way to get your wheels turning about community building and start to visualize not only what your dream community looks like and how that could support your business, but also tactically what it will take to begin that process really intentionally and thoughtfully. So You can grab that dashboard at feelgoodretail.com slash besties, B-E-S-T-I-E-S. It's totally free. It exists in Notion, which is an awesome platform, and there's a lot in there. So definitely jump on and grab that if you are interested in having something to work alongside my voice. So to reiterate, we talked last week about the steps it takes to take someone from a casual connection to a ride or die community member. And those four phases are connection, customer, client, and community. So I want to take today's episode to dive in a little bit deeper into each phase and the opportunities that are available to you and the messages that you can utilize at each stage 
to sort of invite people and talk to that segment of your customers. Even if it's just Instagram posts, even if it's just parts of certain emails, I think it's really critical to be considering people at all four of these phases when you're creating content around your brand. At the time of recording, there is an amazing sound going around on Reels that I'm going to just try to get word for word, but I'm sure I'm wrong. And it's basically like, hello, I'm a small business owner, which means unfortunately, I'm also a content creator. And I just think that's like hilarious and perfect. Um, Thank you to Jules of Salem Style for Um, DMing me the sound because it was too funny. Um, I had saved it and we just had a good laugh about how it's the truth, right? If you're a retailer, if you're selling products, it means you're also creating a lot of content. And I think understanding the relationship cycle is really, really important to make sure that your content is speaking to your actual audience and the people you want to get to know a little bit better, right? So let's dive in. We're starting where we start. Step one, connections. So your connections are members of your direct audience who have yet to make a purchase. They clearly have seen something that they like, but they really haven't made the first move. So when I say direct audience, I want to be really clear. Your connections are not necessarily your audience members. So when I say audience, I mean people who are following you on Instagram, following you on TikTok, um, repin your work, repost your stuff. Like, that's awesome. We love our followers. We love getting in front of new eyeballs. It's really important for small businesses. But that is more at the awareness stage of just like, ethereally, they understand that your brand does in fact exist. And so when I talk about connections, I mean, people who have made a move to hear more from you, and to be in direct contact. We'll pop a link to a blog post in the show notes all about indirect versus direct audiences and what that means so you can understand a little bit better about connections and who they are. But really, these are the people who maybe they went to your website and you have a little pop-up that says you get 10% off your first purchase or you get this cool gift with purchase or you get free shipping. They entered their email address, but they never use the code. So how can we connect with them? The impact that you're making at this stage is really about your first impression. And you know what they say about first impressions? You only get to make one. So it's really important at this first phase that you're giving people a really strong brand introduction. That you're telling them what they want to know or what you want them to know. Connections don't have a ton of time to give new brands because they aren't bought in yet, right? At this point, they're just a consumer. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I think it's important to keep it really short, really sweet, and essentially give them your elevator pitch. What are the things that you want them to know off the bat? What are your best sellers? Who are you? And why should they care? Right? So that's your opportunity is making that amazing first impression. Because if you can do that, you're converting them into a customer. Your customers are more casual. So they've shopped once or twice, but they haven't fully gotten in the pool yet, we could say. This is the time to differentiate your shop and get a little bit more personal because odds are they're shopping a lot of different places. We all are, and we don't want anyone to feel ghosted after they swipe their card. We actually want to offer more and show that we are in it for the long haul 
and that we have a mission or a vision or a perspective behind our brand. So the impact that you're making is that you're creating depth, right? You're taking it from a transaction to a relationship by engaging them after the purchase when odds are you don't have a ton to gain. So this is an opportunity to show that you're just interested in them. You want to learn more. You want to know about where they're shopping. You want to tell them more about yourself, right? There's been a little bit of a crack in the door and you want to open it even further. So this is the time that you can add some context. Once you've received that first sale, you want to add the what, the why, the how, and the who. Give your customers a better sense of your brand's point of view. This is the opportunity for something like an awesome newsletter that's regular going out to your customers that isn't a sales email, but is a love letter (laughs) from you to your customer, letting them know what's going on a little bit more of a personal take than maybe we're sharing on Instagram, asking questions, things like that, where you're really, again, creating an ecosystem around the brand so that they understand who you are as a business, as opposed to the singular product or products that they purchased. That's how you get people to become clients. And those are the people, those clients, the names you recognize, they walk in, you know, their name, you ask about their dog, you know, where they live, you, you know, they ask you questions about yourself, right? They feel like friends. And they're your regular reliable shoppers, and they go out of their way to support your shop. Their enthusiasm for what you do should be matched with your enthusiasm for them. This is the time that you want to make them feel really seen and really heard. Basically, the door is opening to co-creation with your customers when they become clients. Calling in your clients helps build loyalty, right? You're sort of evening the playing field in a way. I mean, there's not really a hierarchy between business owner and customer, you know, unless someone's like, can I speak to your manager? And you're like, I am the manager. That feels good. But (laughs) but I think when you think about like relationships, when we think about typical retail relationships, we think about like customers are the ones who give money for product right? And the product purveyor, the maker, the curator, the creative director, however you call yourself, is the one who is making the final call about the kind of product that that consumer should be interested in. But when you get to this client phase, you trust them, they trust you, there's like a little tit a tat, there's a give and take to the relationship. And so there's a lot of opportunity here to provide personalization So when a customer becomes a client, it's important to show them that you really understand them as an individual and you get it. So they should feel that personalization, whether it's like shooting them a quick note being like, hey, we just got this product in. We know you love this line or asking their opinions, asking for their feedback because they are someone who understands your brand on a deeper level. I think getting reviews on individual products is great. But here I'm talking more about like, what kinds of brands they're interested in, what podcasts they listen to, how they find out about new businesses, your clients are a wealth of knowledge. Your clients are a well of knowledge for you, that you can tap into to better suit and attract more people like them, 
right? And so those conversations are not just conversations anymore. They become a part of your business. And that is a really beautiful space to be in where someone who started as just a shopper is actually assisting you and coming in and recommending ways that you can improve. Not in a way that's like, you know, patriarchal or paternalistic, but they genuinely care and they get your brand, right? They're out there. They're coming to your brand with fresh eyes. And that's really critical. Lastly, we have our community members, our ride or dies. And honestly, not every client is going to become a community member. And that's perfectly fine. Your community is pure gold in terms of retention, impact, and even acquisition. Your community members, along with your clients, can be the most incredible brand ambassadors for you just out in the streets in their regular life. They're gifting your product. They're bringing their friends who are visiting to town. They are, you know, sharing about, they're sharing about your products or their experience with your products on their social media. And that is truly priceless. So when you think about community members, this is the time that they should be treated like the VIPs that they are. Your community members will feel and honestly take pride in a sense of this shared ownership of your business. This kind of love can't be bought. And so at this point, it's really important that your community members are being valued for their expertise as well as just engaging and spending money with your brand. It's important to highlight the trust that you have in them. And so I always like to think about how there's a lot of offers out there for like first time customers. Like I said at the beginning, free shipping, 10% off, gift with purchase, whatever. But what about the people who are like actively supporting your business all of the time? How can we reward them just as a thank you? Um, I think that that can be a really powerful tool. And it's very scarcity mindset to think, well, they would spend the money anyways, because it's not about incentivizing them to spend money. It's about thanking them for being there, for being a huge supporter, for offering their opinions when asked, for sharing your business and loving your business. And that is really critical to me and something I don't see too, too often. But when it's done well, it is done really, really well. So hopefully those insights, those messages, those opportunities gave you a sense of how this journey kind of plays out both on an individual level and on a brand level. You can maybe start to see like, okay, maybe there's a customer that came to mind and you're thinking about the first time that they came in and now where they're at with your business now. Or maybe you're thinking like, actually, we have a ton of people who are community members or who are clients, and I should send them some kind of feedback form. There's a lot that you can, that I'm sure is bubbling up. And a great place to put all of that is inside our building community dashboard, which you can get for free at feelgoodretail.com slash besties. This is the companion resource to this mini series and is going to help you get the wheels turning around building community inside of your business. 
Next week, we're going to dive even deeper on some of the programs, automations, and systems you can create within your business so that these things are happening on autopilot or at least booked into your marketing calendar so that you're not forgetting. We don't want to leave community building up to chance. So we'll dive more into those tools and systems next week. Until then, cheers to feeling good. Retail for the Rest of Us is a podcast by Feel Good Retail. If you'd like to learn more about how we can help you scale and grow your shop in a way that, well, feels good, you can visit us at feelgoodretail.com. The show is produced by Softer Sound Studio. And if you'd like to support our independently run, woman-powered podcast, you can leave us a five-star review, take a screenshot, share it to social media, tell your shop BFFs, or join our retail resource library, a communal space for indie retailers to access resources and tools that will support their shops. For just $5 a month, you can not only support the show, but get access to an archive of our most popular resources and exclusive seasonal content. We'd love to see you in there. In the meantime, thanks for listening. Cheers to feeling good.